Good morning. You listen to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Santo Torcivia, an economist that focuses on the flooring business and a partner here with Floor Focus. Santo, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Kemp, and I hope you're doing well, too. I am. I'm relieved to have gotten this 30th anniversary issue out the door. And I want to talk about that then and now comparison around the imports. And the number you have is not exactly, we, we got started with Floor Focus in 92. 30 years ago, but the numbers go back for you in 1996, and you, you've got some interesting numbers to tell us. Tell us about the balance between imports and domestic in 96 versus 2021. 96, imports represented only about 14% of the dollar value of total market for floor covering in the United States. So that 86% of it was accounted for by domestic production of, of all different types of floor covering. By 2021, imports had risen to 58%, and domestic production had dropped to less than half of that number in 96 to 42%. A lot of production got shipped to foreign factories, and imports have become a major source of product in the yeah. United States. And if you wanted to get into the details, obviously carpet was a much bigger part of that pie back in 96. LVT, a big percentage of that is made overseas. So, you know, that's one of the things we want to talk about today is how these import numbers, why don't you share with us some of the data you got from the most recent government report? Well, the number one source for product currently is China. Uh, even with the situation with the ceramic imports, notwithstanding, they're still the number one source. But the number two source that have come out of nowhere is Vietnam. Matter of fact, in 2022, Vietnam is now the single largest country of origin for wood flooring. So mm -hmm. either a lot of factories have moved from China to Vietnam, or somebody's trying to transship to get around tariff. I don't have enough information to make that call. And then India is number three, and India makes it almost solely on carpet and rugs. All right. So the import numbers continue to grow, even though, I mean, let's talk about the strength of the dollar. You've got the strongest currency is the U.S. dollar right now. That's right. The thing that's holding the dollar up is the fact that, despite the debt and all the other stuff, the fact that it is the reserve currency that all countries use for import-export trading transactions so that Saudi Arabia trades their oil in U.S. dollars. So the demand for the dollar stays high, higher than it normally would if it was floating like a regular currency, like, you know, the euro or something else. Yeah, another factor with the dollar is, is that the EU is being forthright on the inevitable downturn of their economy. And so a lot of investments are shifting over to the U.S., right? Yeah. That and they're into a lot, a lot of turmoil, too. I think they've kind of gotten ahead of themselves with renewable energy, and they've been shutting down some of their traditional sources of energy, fossil fuels, uh, and that's causing inflation to rise over there and to have some dislocations with production and things like that. I mean, they have a little bit of a mess right now. How important is energy in a nation's economy? It's pretty important. Let's talk about some numbers that you also were sharing with me. You're thinking that in 2022 versus 2021, 
the flooring market has grown potentially another 11% up to this point. Correct. But, but it's starting to slow down though, right? That's right. And a lot of it's coming in from imports. Now, I don't know how much of that, we're still trying to figure out how much is still being bought for inventory versus passing through to end users. But imports are up pretty strong still. If they're buying for inventory, they're anticipating either price increases, tariff increases, or logistical breakdowns. So I think a lot of that has kind of passed through, but I can't be sure just yet. So like all economists, you have two hands, and I've got to ask you this question. Um, (laughs) What's your your outlook for the rest of this year and into 23 as it relates to the flooring business? I think it's going to slow. The second half is not going to be as strong as the first half. And we're all seeing it already. You know, 11%, I don't think will hold. It'll probably drop to maybe 6%. But that's just a rough I haven't even done a napkin analysis on that yet. And even if it's 6 or 7%, which is some numbers I've heard some other folks, much of that increase is inflationary. It's because the price of the product has gone up. And so unit numbers are going to be down for sure, right? That's right. And and let's not forget, too, currency exchange rates and uh, tariff increases. So both of those inflate the, the value of the imports because we measure imports at what they call landed duty value. So, you know, how much it costs to get it to the dock here in the United States. I need to point out that I've interviewed recently both uh, representatives from Starnet and Fuse, and their business right now is really doing well. I mean, we're talking double-digit growth in the commercial sector. So that's going to continue to be a shining star for a while, right? Yeah, it's got a lot of pent-up demand. And so some maintenance has to occur. The one area that I think is a big question mark is what's going to happen with remote working. That's going to affect the office market more than anything. But still, I mean, Some people have literally moved out of New York into the Poconos here in Pennsylvania, even on the West Coast. You know, they've moved to Idaho and Colorado. You know, getting those people back is going to be tough. And the Wall Street Journal did a big article on this, and it's not going to be easy. Employees are going to fight this tooth and nail. They like the remote working. We'll see what happens there. And that's going to affect the office market. And the office market is a big part of the commercial market. The workspace is the largest sector uh, of all the commercial sectors. So I think it's even maybe a third of the commercial business. That one can definitely make a big difference. Well, Santa, I appreciate you sharing these numbers with us. Again, we're talking to Santa Tresivia with Market Insights, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.